Hi, guys. DJ Lunchbox, The Wrestling Mayhem Show, and I want to talk to you about PittsburghOnVideo.org. It is the place to be for all things Pittsburgh-related on video. You can find lots and lots of videos from Sorgatron Media, as well as many, many other people, all based out of Pittsburgh. It's a fantastic place to be. We love the city. You love the city, and if you don't, you will. PittsburghOnVideo.org. Check it out. Parental discretion is advised. Hello, folks. This week on the Wrestling Mayhem Show, Mike Rain talks indie wrestling and fish. We discuss iPay-Per-View failures, mean girls, all this, and Mike the Intern makes his saucy debut. If you don't want to miss this one, stick around. You made it! It's been a hard week without us, but you've made it. Well done. You've made it all the way to Wrestling Mayhem 375. Well done, my friends. We've got a hell of a show for you. You've stumbled upon us, most likely at WrestlingMayhemShow.com, also possibly at SorgatronMedia.com. We're going to cut right to the chase. We want your emails, and we want them at... Good times. Good times. Good times. Good times. That's right. At WrestlingMayhemShow.com. But no, my friends, that's not the only way you can get a hold of us. You can also get a hold of us on the phone, on the cellular telephone machine. Everyone has one, and you can call us. You can call us at 412-206-WMS0. That's 412-206-9670. You can find us on Twitter at Mayhem Show, as well as a number of other places, because we all got Twitters. You can find us on Facebook. Great discussions happen on Facebook. You can even find us on Google+. That's right, folks. Google+. We're cutting edge. Find us on iTunes. We would love it. If you like the show, go ahead over to iTunes. Go on. Go on over to iTunes. Leave us a good rating. We would love comments. Welcome. You can watch us every Tuesday night, round about 9 o'clock on WrestlingMayhemShow.blip.tv. You can also find our many fine videos at YouTube.com slash WrestlingMayhemShow. There's also a link here that says MediaFly.com. It's likely you can find us there as well. No, no, that's Listen not, that to shouldn't us be on there your anymore. Your using whoops, whoops, that, your whoops. Oh, there's a lady talking. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Is it time to we're watching the news. No, 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 it's not. No, 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 we're not. No, I think I don't think it's you said a lady. What, uh, the, the live dot sorgatronmedia is where you can find us live, not Blip TV. I think I, if I heard okay. that right. Okay, well, we'll so. fix we'll fix that. We'll fix <laughs> okay. it for the next episode. All right. You can also listen to us on your iPhone, your Android phone, your BlackBerry device, WebOS. Fuck a Windows phone. Uh, you can find us on Stitcher. Stitcher is smart radio for your phone. Find it in your app store or at Stitcher.com. Uh, you can also find us on something called Spreaker and Downcast. If you can believe that, Downcast. And if you're poor, like we are, you can also find us uh, in the regular stock iTunes podcast app. If you're not poor, you can buy shirts with our gorgeous faces on them. Head over to WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Pick one up today. Uh, if you're into spending money on the Wrestling Mayhem Show, oh boy, oh boy, for just $1.99, you can get the iPhone app. The iPhone app has almost everything that I just described to you except for the shirts. You don't get a shirt when you buy the app, but what you do get is something better. You get new, fresh, and exclusive content each and every week. Mayhem Show Gold. We recorded and put it out there just for you. The app buyers. Go and buy it now. Online available on your phone. 
uh, most like you on this uh, podcast, but uh, live Tuesday right about nine o'clock every Tuesday night at live.com. Hop on in, enjoy yourself, roll around in the chat room, we get a great chat every week. All right, we're gonna step. Up. I'm gonna step in there because you're turning very robot-y, DJ Lunchbox. I'm Sorgatron here in studios in, in Pittsburgh, PA, the Mayhem Studios. Oh, we're all off this week. Uh, coming up is oh, it looks like he's frozen. Uh, looks <laughs> coming up in this uh, in this hour, uh, we do talk with Mike Rain, uh, the Doppler Effect. Mike Rain, uh, who who joined us at a Super Indie a couple weeks ago, IWC Super Indie 12. Uh, so we'll be talking to him uh, some surprising questions and learning a good bit about Anthony Nice's hands. Uh, with us, uh, uh, DJ Lunchbox, if he comes back from uh, uh, across the sh- North Shore, uh, but also joining us from Corpus Christi, Texas, where there are no thunderstorms. Amen. Amen to please on the Twitters. Yeah, that's true. No thunderstorms whatsoever. Nope. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here somehow. You never have this problem like we've been having all night up here in Pittsburgh? No, not at all. Why would... (laughs) Texas is king of technology. (laughs) And with us also... Nothing ever goes wrong here. With us also from the Bronx, New York, Mad Mike. Hi, everybody. We all have storms here. It's uh, it's just really hot. (laughs) Yes, it is. Oh, it's really hot. I I want to rain. Can you transfer some wetness here, Sork? <laughs> I think it's on its way from the sounds it's of things. It's very warm. So we, we lost Bobby during Let's Play uh, as, as the storms went his way. Um, <laughs> we're talking uh, Game of Thrones-inspired finishing moves for Mike Rain in there. The Reigns of Kashmir? It's a good one. We'll have to pass that along to <laughs> the them. The Lannisters so. are coming. The Lannisters are coming. <laughs> um, I, I'm thrown off now. I, I we, hopefully hopefully uh, LB comes back here, but we got plenty of fan mail. Uh, so let's try to digest that and get it out there. Who's got the first one? I'll do it. Yes, feel are excited about it, man. Yeah, this is a podcast. It's Tuesday night. These people, yeah, well, these people, bled and sweat and typed for this for you to I'm, read this. The least I'm you can so, do is give them all of your energy. I was going to say, uh, Sorg, are you required to read the lady email? Because I don't mind reading the lady Oh, is that? So. You no, know, yeah, you can do it's, the lady it's email. The, it's the first one here, so I'm going to read it first. Okay, at least it's not in pink this week. There's a little pink. There's that's a little okay. pink. Uh, greetings, the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Once again, I have some questions for your capable brains. Even the young, semi-formed mind of one Mr. Eamon Dick Van I almost mispronounced my last name. Holy shit. <laughs> Good, because I never get it right. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, should be able to handle these, like, aplomb. Oh, the big words. Number oh. one. AJ Lee's Caitlyn cos- cosplay was pretty good, but what is your favorite instance of wrestler dress-up? I think I've got to go with Edge recreating Ric Flair's Highway Freakout. If anyone says a DX parody, I will travel through the internet like so much freakazoid and punch that person in the thorax. I gotta now, say, wait a minute, okay. wait a minute. DX doing The Nation was amazing. It was. Hey, you're getting a punch in the thorax, just a heads up. Yep. That's fine, but I stand by my argument. That's not my favorite. You. I'm just saying that was really good. It's gonna find you. My favorite is Big Show is Hulk Hogan. Oh. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he had a nope, good the show, there. The showster, brother! Um, I gotta say, uh, uh, 
NWO as as horrible taste as it was, as bad as it was. <laughs> NWO doing the uh, the my spot with the four horsemen. Yes. Not my dog spot. Uh-huh. Not spot. On, <laughs> not a spot on my skin. It's my spot in the four horsemen. I mean, that was that was pretty good, actually. Um, I love that. Out of all the things Eric Bischoff did, he said, "I kind of wish I didn't do that one." <laughs> Like that's the line for him. Yeah. That's the line. Yeah, that's the line. What about you, Eamon? Uh It's a more recent one, but one of my favorite favorite uh, as of late that I can think of was when uh, Miz dressed up as The Rock. Okay, oh, that's it, a good one too. It was you had a moment where you literally thought it was him. So I, th- I think that should be given oh, you know yeah. praise for that aspect. I, I was gonna give you crap about picking a recent one because of course you're a fetus, but that one's really good. Yep. Yep. They're saying DX doing nation in the chat room uh, is seconded. Punk as Jeff Hardy is good too. <laughs> says like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, actually, you did a pretty good job. Oh, with that. and um. This is TNA related, but Kaz as AJ Styles. <laughs> it was so much win. Oh, yeah. it was oh, did so he, well, much did he win. just wore a hood, really? I know, but he acted racist and horrible, and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what made it perfect. All right, what else we got there, Eamon? Uh, also in that email, because <laughs> I forgot there was more email. Two, aside from Heyman and Punk, who are your favorite wrestling best friends? My two choices are AJ Styles and Chris Daniels, aw, baby named, and also <laughs> New Jack and Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> they really are good friends. Oh, again, did, did say- should anyone, hold on, again, should anyone include Triple H, that person's tummy is going to get the heck punched out of it via the internet. Wow. I want to see that. Well, you, LB, I don't blame her. <laughs> LB, since, since, since you dropped out of the last question, what do you think about uh, for this one? Um, Matt Hardy and Twinkies. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good Ooh, one. Jeff Hardy and Meth. <laughs> also great. Ooh, even better. Lita and Cox. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> all uh, of those. Funaki and Gideon All of Kane. those are my answer. Hey, leave, you leave Funaki alone. He's a nice man. I don't think we can go on with this question after that. Uh, Shark oh, Boy and Curry Man. That's no. a good one, Alex. Uh, Shark Boy and... Sto- at, oh, no, that's a different thing. Ooh, I like Drizz's, uh Layla and Michelle McCool. There you go. There you go. Um, no, I actually I, like Cody and Damian Sando. Yeah, I, I got to second that oh, one. Yeah. That's like the best, That's like, good. and they're playing it as this is my friend. You know, like, they outright say that, you know. It's so, this so isn't funny. just like we're a tag team. Yeah, yeah. No, like, no, this is my good friend for real. You know, uh, that, that's a lot of fun. And, and, and uh, I hope they keep doing it forever. Um, excellent. Riz, I'm surprised, uh, I mean, uh, Eamon, I'm surprised you didn't say the Chickbusters. I, well, I, did, I thought the Chickbusters were off the table because it was in the email, but yeah, I like the Chickbusters. Um, I also really enjoyed the, uh, friendship between Derek Bateman and Daniel Bryan from NXT season four. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, cause Chick's in America. Uh, and yeah. All right. Wait, was that all on the chat? On that one? Uh, uh, Bobby says Al Snow and Steve Blackman. Uh, yeah, Liz says Tensai and Tyre. Matt okay. Hardy and his reflection. Hmm. All right. No, was that all from that email? Like Luger. What's that? Sting and Lex Luger. They're like best friends in WCW, <laughs> weren't they? Well, no. Well, they were. Sting got Lex, Lex Luger his <laughs> job. Yeah, we haven't introduced the Mayhemers yeah. to the in- the uh, the uh, the Mayhem intern. 
Uh, Mike here in the studio. Hey, how's everyone doing? <laughs> Hi, Mike. Hey. Hi. Uh, no, another Mike, right? No, no. <laughs> so, Too many Yeah, mics. we need to cook you up a nickname immediately. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. No, no, Sorg, Sorg. We'll do this as a contest. Next week, send in your nicknames for Intern Mike. The winner will receive some sort of a prize. There you go. There you go. We'll send you something. We, uh... Which camera am I looking at? I have this one. <laughs> this one here. Hi. So, um, but yeah, yeah, we'll do so. That, yeah, uh, email that good times for wrestling mayhem show dot com at mayhem show or on the Facebook or Google Plus, and uh, and we'll definitely get that. All right, next email, right? Okay, I got this one. It's nice and short. Uh, WrestleFan didn't finish the last one. WrestleFan. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Take care, keep on keeping on, and remember to stay gold, ponies boy. Your what? pal, the Lugur. Oh Jesus Christ. The Lugubrious. That. Leg kick TKO. Read a book, Russell fan. Hmm. I love That's a good a Outsiders book. reference. I couldn't let it go. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! It's Bo fucking diggity. Who on the show do I want to bone? Easy lunchbox. Uh, get a nice mouth on him. Or got a nice mouth on him. <laughs> Woo! Both of those Bo F diggity. Both of those work. The F is for fucking LB's mouth parts. I forgot somebody asked that question last week. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually really got one response, ago. and it's me. <laughs> I, well, no, I got several responses via DM, and I don't care any of them. Bullshit. We got one response. Several several responses via DM. The DM stands for dick message. <laughs> Mike, do you want to take the next one? <laughs> sure. Um, let's see. Hello, 10 percenters. It's your boy Alex Karras with the first edition of a little segment I like to call Ring of Dishonor. In regards to someone who said they quit watching ROH over the iPay-Per-View problems with Best in the World, wow. I see how you're not a real wrestling fan when you quiet when you quiet being one over a stream. Just wait till DVD or when they put it on sale on their site to order. What makes this comment even more fun? It was edited. Twice, apparently. And the edit history shows zero changes between the different versions. The fan hit the edit button twice and did no editing whatsoever. Until next time, this is Alex Cars reminding you to mind your P's and Q's when posting on the internet. Wait, Russell fan, is this you? I'm not what? sure what the, any of that I, meant. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm it, a, it, it's, yeah, it's, we're it's, mixing shit up. Has to do we're with mixing the shit DVD up. I'm reading Lady world. Mail. Mike's reading Independent Mail. It's Who's all over the place. DVD? It's all over the place. I, 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 well, I wasn't going to read the Russian email because that's not my gimmick. That's true. That's true. Uh, I was just told to go next. So, yeah, I guess uh, Ring of Honor had some streaming problems again this week. There was a huge we'll talk, we'll thread. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Huge thread that happened on Facebook. We'll get to that in a minute here. Uh, so, <laughs> there we go. Uh, LB, this one's yours. All right. Hey, 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 hey. It's me, it's me, it's at Big PPC, fan of the motherfucking year. At work and busy, so what a raw! And ROH had pay-per-view questions. What is your favorite Daniel Bryan feud? What is your thoughts on the Wyatt family's first feud on the main roster? Till next week, it's me, it's me, it's at Big PPC. Take care, Mayhem Crusade from Mayhem. I almost didn't get the music in time. Wow, that was quick. Yeah. 
as a shirt. Well, he is at work and busy, so. So, so there's no question. There's two. No, questions. no, no. What is your favorite oh, Daniel Bryan okay. feud? What first of listening all? to? I was looking at the wrong one. My bad. Um, yeah. Daniel, so, does that does does this include uh, Ring of Honor feuds or is it just WWE? No. Nah. Uh, what? No. <laughs> nah. Daniel Bryan is a WWE property. I mean, really, has he had a lot of feuds yet? He, to he really, really has No, no. I but mean, no. My favorite Daniel Bryan feud is simple. It was against Michael Cole. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Daniel I did, I, Bryan feud is with The Miz. Yeah, I was going to say, I did like the feud with The Miz, not just because of Daniel Bryan, but I thought I really liked the aspect of Miz being sort of like the ideal of what WWE wants and a superstar, you know, yeah. good looking, yeah, uh, you know, someone you can put in the media and all that stuff against somebody that really looks like an independent wrestler, but was amazing. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and I really enjoyed the 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 Punk Brian AJ triangle, like Kane in there a little bit over uh, that summer. Um, I, I just really enjoyed it, you know. Why uh, is Kane always involved in love triangles? I don't know. Cause, uh, because of what else are they going to do? He's a softy. He's a complicated and, man that no one understands him but his woman's. That's right. That's right. Kane. <laughs> Kane. WMS! I see how it is. What is your thoughts on the Wyatt's oh, family's wait, 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 first sorry. feud on the main roster? It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's the question. People keep, I keep hearing Jericho. I don't believe it. No, I I think it's going to come I, out of nowhere, you know? I don't know why. I don't know why I think this. I think Miz. Miz? I, I don't know why Miz. I think this. Like, there's got to be somebody. Know. And it is like, the somebody that they have a reason just to make their lives a living hell, right? I don't think you they're going to feud with anyone in the beginning. I think they're going to be not. just destroying people, and it's going to be awesome, and they're going to be looked at as this really defining, like, you know, sort of intimidating force. Yeah. And then somebody eventually is going to step up, and... So they're them. just going to do the shield gimmick. And maybe, I, I mean, no, no, I don't they come out, but no, 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 no. They come out, they, they, they put them against whatever teams, you know, uh, with the two big guys wrestling, and, and, and Wyatt coming out, and, uh, you know, doing his on-the-mic thing, you know, and, and putting everything over. I, I think that's what they build that for a few weeks before they get involved with anybody. Exactly. I don't think they're going to have ta- – I don't think they're going to have the tag team wrestle again. No? No, I don't because if they come out and start dominating people, it's only going to be a matter of time before people expect them to fight with the Shield. And that's they true. should keep those two groups as far away as possible. Or do we finally have some other – tag team thing happening that doesn't involve the championship that adds a little bit of depth to the division. That would be nice. That'd be nice. Uh, can I? Can I? Is that it? Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's the last. WMS. I see how it is. First, you decide to take out Chachi, the voice of the people, the voice of this in every generation, or importantly, the now former voice of the Riz off of Wrestling Mayhem show, and now you turn. Turn your fingers and you point them at me and my fans. What? Some, yeah, you have fans, some bro. Oscillating, some hanging, and some being my aunt who saw my picture that one time. No more. Is your aunt dead? Is that what no, happened? I don't know. Welcome to the Riz Revolution, the Resolution, the Rizocalypse, the Rizpocalypse for the iPhone and the Android device or something. I, I'm fine with Rizocalypse. I'm not no. fine with Resolution. That's Emma's tor- territory. You stay no, out of that. No, 
Riz on my face. That's his hashtag. Oh, that's right. Um, that's his hashtag. Maybe I can get it trending or something. Maybe get like a t-shirt made or something. I don't know. Being fake angry is hard. Uh, meh. Raw was awesome last night, wasn't it? <laughs> Anyways, I'll see you in the chat. Until next time, and there will be a next time. T h double e r i double z. P.S. Watch Let's Play. Read and start going to begin .com. Smiley face, <laughs> winky face, smiley face, winky face. <laughs> Somebody listened to me about self-promoting last night. Um, do, do we have an outlet around here? Because we're full of plugs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, points to oh aim it to please. You have succeeded, sir. Oh, wow. And then, <laughs> and then speaking of pleasure, here's AJ with a voicemail. Two-headed <laughs> bow. Fucking diggity. Trying to hear the thing. But boy, number one, I agree. Punk has his punk performances just dipped a bit. I don't want to say it's falling off, because he's still seeing fucking punk. But falling off a bit. I think he's I think he's hitting Jericho land. Where people just expect him to have good matches, but he doesn't necessarily have to have a good match for people to consider it a good match. Um, I would love to see Brian versus Punk for the title at WrestleMania. I think they could do it, but it would require them putting the world title on one of them, probably Brian. Uh, the reason they will not put the WWE title on is because Paul John Cena needs to hold that bar, has something to fight for at WrestleMania in two years or next year. And this year's 30. So I could, I could see them having that sort of thing going on with Punk and Brian. Uh, I could see Punk just hanging it up in the loop, uh, which he probably would. Brian coming up now. I would love to see, you know, Punk help get guys like Cesaro and Ono and... Uh, Wyatt family, and I'd love to see him help get some of these guys over um, instead of shooting with the three guys at the top. Um, we still haven't really had like a punk Ziggler title match. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I think that it's, it's not going to happen. I think they, they can get, take a left. They need to let Punk and Brian get into a long feud like a six-month kind of thing. Started in, like, Survivor Series. I know that's not a full six month, whatever. Started in Survivor Series, but it goes to WrestleMania. And just force, like, really build a strong feud ending in WrestleMania. Let it happen again. Mm -hmm. It can happen. It can happen to you. And this is Bo Diggity signing off. Woo! But it was Bo F. Diggity, the F. It's for Farquaad. Lord Farquaad. Lord Farquaad? Okay. I think Sounds he's been, like he's compensating for something. I think he's been watching yeah, some cartoons with this kid. Um, so, uh, no, I don't I don't think they'll give it the time it needs for Brian and Punk. No, it's not happening. No. I'm sorry. It's going to get shot. It's like I said... It's like I said them happening at WrestleMania, Vince McMahon doesn't have a, you know, has too much of a hair up his butthole to ever let that happen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, all right. And with that, let's go to our interview. Mike Rain on the line here. 
just tell them find me on MySpace. On MySpace? So, yeah. <laughs> everybody should still have a MySpace. MySpace is making a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> I just put pro wrestling. Trust me, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get some wrestling gear with the MySpace symbol on it, actually. There you go. <laughs> you know, everybody else is doing I mean I, I've seen I've seen indie guys with like uh uh that's not right. That's not the right shot. Hashtags. <laughs> That's, uh, with like, they, yeah, hashtags. And then there's like, like, uh, like this with the little thumbs up thing and everything. So, um, all right. All well, right. It, was, it was, it was that, or I was going to get Scooter and Skeeter from Muppet Babies. See? <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough choice. You know what? You know what? I, I think we're starting the interview with that right there. Guys, Mike Rain, great stuff. He's bringing MySpace back. Uh, the Doppler effect. He's doing some great stuff. I think the first time I saw you, Mike, was, uh, I think, Proving Grounds for IWC. Is that right? Absolutely. That was the first time that uh, I debuted at IWC. Mm-hmm. Plus, I made some waves because they decided to keep telling me to come back. Definitely, cool. definitely. It was a really cool concept. Got to see a lot of new faces last year. I'm excited because Proving Grounds coming back around again here with IWC, of course, uh, where you made your debut and a bunch of other guys that have made waves in the last, uh, I guess, 11 months here with IWC. Um, so tell everybody that, you know, for people that haven't come across Mike Rain, uh, when they see you on the card uh, coming up at a show, uh, what, do, what do they have to expect from you? Oh. First, I want to throw this little tidbit in there. I have been working for IWC for 11 months, and nine of those 11 months, I was undefeated. Yes, that's so right. That that's right. I believe you came to a head uh, uh, of undefeateds against uh, Anthony Nese for the Super Indie belt, right? He cheated. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course he did. The, the, pre, the premature athlete cheated. That's what that was. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, so, he put his he, has, he raked my eyes with those little Chucky doll hands of his. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still bitter about it, and when I get a rematch, it's going down. Awesome. So, so, uh, so, what, what, what do people expect from you uh, in the ring if they if uh, they see you in a, on a show? You see me at a show. I promise you that I will put on a show for you that you will never forget for the simple fact that you will go home remembering that I went out there and I gave you my best effort. I guarantee that you're going to go home with your kids and your wife and you're going to be like, you know what? That Mike Rain, he's got it. Mm-hmm. Something special. That's what I'm going to be. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, tell me, uh, you, of course, you've been around IWC a year here, like we said. Um, you're from Youngstown, right right across the border uh, here, you know, a little bit up a ways here from Pittsburgh, uh, so uh, you're, you're quasi-local. Uh, I don't hear too many wrestlers coming out of Youngstown, first of all. Oh, there's a good amount of us. It's just, you know, I'm just actually the one that got called up and got the break, and I make mm-hmm. sure that at all costs when I'm there, I represent each and every one of us. Mm-hmm. We're all the Youngstown boys, and it's always good because there's a couple of IWC fans that actually are from the Youngstown area, and they give me a good response. They like to cheer and chant YSU, which mm-hmm. is the college out here, <laughs> you know. And it's a, so it's there's a couple of us. You just have to keep on the look for us because we're a special group. We're definitely a special group that you don't want to get involved with. Awesome, awesome. So how long you been in the biz here? 
Coming up on August 1st will be four years for me. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, that was my that was my first show August 1st in Illyria, Ohio. Awesome. Awesome. So what what got you into wrestling? Um, you know, everybody's got a story like were you a grown up wrestling and and you came across like I got to get become a wrestler. Uh, you know, how how do you how do you decide to make the jump into it? Well, it pretty much spanned from I've always had my hands in everything and one thing that I always been able to circle back on was wrestling. Mm-hmm. I was a really good football player, a standout, and one thing I always used to do after football is watch wrestling. I did MMA for, I started training mixed martial arts when I was nine. I learned, I was in Pukalon when I was nine. From Pukalon to judo, from judo to boxing, boxing to Greco-Roman wrestling, I had a couple of had a couple of bouts here and there, and one thing that I always used to do after training was watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, I was always drawn to it. There's a picture on my Facebook, if you actually find it, of me. I was about four, and I have a junkyard dog action figure in my hand, actually. <laughs> I think I might have just scrolled past it looking for some pics on here for you. Um, awesome. So, so it was completely, in, like, just bred yeah, into it, you, huh? It's always been in me. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of, at one point, it was like, I'm going to do what I want to do at all costs and it was a heck of a cost but it was worth it I was working I would work at go to work at 7 work 10 hours get off around 5.30 from 5.30 go drive 2 hours up to Elyria for training get there in time get my boots on in time train until 10 drive back home 2 hours around midnight get something to eat ice up my wounds and do it all over again tomorrow so at all costs, I just wanted to do it, and I was blessed enough to be able to just finally go out and do it. And I shocked myself. I'm actually pretty good. <laughs> How much do you think that mixed martial arts uh, helped you out in getting into the wrestling side? I'm sorry? What did you say? Uh, How much do you think the mixed martial arts training uh, helped you when you uh, crossed over to the wrestling side? You know, I tried to mask it for a long time because mm-hmm. I didn't want to try and incorporate the two because a lot of people were doing it Mm -hmm. or trying to do it and just you know but i was like i want to circle away from it a little bit and i tried to for a while so when i started when i started i was probably 185 pounds so i just went with the whole high flying daredevilish act just trying to separate it next thing you know i was just shooting around with uh one of my trainers in the ring, and he was like, you are really good at this. He was like, like, why don't you put it in your work? And I started throwing things in there a little bit, and it felt more natural. And so with me putting on more size, and then I stopped jumping around as much, but I still, on occasions, every at least once a show, you need to jump off of something. You know, that's in the contract. When I sign on, wherever I wrestle, I will jump off of something at least once per show. And that kind of goes. That kind of goes with it. You're, you're definitely getting pinned with the. Uh, you know, just coming off a of super indie here with IWC, you were in that great uh, uh, four way match. Um, you know, how was it to be part of? Uh, you know, something big that's, that has a, that lineage of something like super indie. Uh, it was just such an honor because that whole the whole tournament 
was just an honor to be a part of. The guys that were involved, that were brought in, the wrestle for this prestigious title. And this mm-hmm. title, like, it means a lot. The super indie title, like, this represents all of us. For anybody that's ever laced on some boots, anybody that's ever traveled to a far distance and wrestled for practically nothing, but you did it just for the love of it, for the indie, you know. For you to hold this super indie title is a really big honor. And I'm absolutely hungry to do it, and it was just an honor that I got to be a part of Super Indie and be able to be a part of what all of those guys have done in the business of Super Indie that just pretty much paved the way for guys like me. It was just great to actually be able to share the same ring with them for one night. Awesome. I know uh, DJ Lunchbox, I, I want to see if you have anything for uh, Mike here. Your, your first night seeing him was uh, Super Indie as well. Or wait, are you there? Did you drop off? I'm here. I'm okay. Here. I did drop off and I'm back. Is my video there? there yeah, I yeah, am. you're there. Right, I, I just got to fix you here. <laughs> so, but oh, go ahead and ask away. I got your audio. No, go ahead. I'm at the green field. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, thought, I thought you did great uh, at Super Indie, but um, uh, like I said, I ask the ridiculous questions here on the show. So my question to you, good sir, is are you a fan of the band Fish? Am I a fan of what? The band Fish. Yes. Yes, I am. Absolutely. Excellent. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, have you ever have you ever got to see him live? No, I have not. But I plan on it. And I plan on tagging along with you to see it. Fantastic. Folks, you heard it here first. <laughs> we are going to go see Fish absolutely live. Uh, wrestle that's, fan? How about that's you? Only, I, I heard that's the only way to see him is live. Like, that's like the best way to see him is live. So I'm in. Absolutely. It's like, it's like the Grateful Dead or, or, or any other like jam band like that. If you don't see him live, you don't get the full experience. So. I'll, I'll transition into a serious question. Um, you, you mentioned competing in Super Indie this year, and uh, you did compete in the Second Chance four-way match. Uh, didn't pick up the victory. Uh, but, uh, you know, this year's Super Indie, I think, was known for sort of showcasing a lot of the best talent on the independent wrestling scene. That's something that IWC is very known for. Uh, out of the people that were in that tournament, or maybe people that IWC uh, could bring in, uh, who do you, who's one of your dream opponents, and who do you want to fight coming up? Oh, that's a great question because IWs, you got to think, they bring in some of the best. You know, everybody is there for a reason. You don't just get picked there. You earn your spot mm-hmm. there. And I have to say, out of, I it's, it's a tie because one of them is Anthony Nice. I hunger for a rematch with that guy. You know, mm-hmm. it was just, we went out and tore it up, you know. It was just like, it was at a point where I think we just both got to a point looking at each other like, what do I have to do to beat you? You know, and then he found out when he raked my eyes with his little Chucky doll hands. But, um, <laughs> gonna look at his he hands has next really time. tight hands. His, his whole hand was in my eyeball. That's how small his hand was. <laughs> tiny. <laughs> He's, very tiny doll hand and I would have to say I really I really work hard for the fact that I want to square off with 
John McChesney. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to lock up with Big Lee John McChesney at all costs. Like everything about that guy. Like I mean, you don't like his attitude. I mean, that's understandable, but you can't deny the fact that the guy comes and he brings it every time he steps in the ring. Mm-hmm. And that's just one of those guys that you can actually get in there with. And win or lose, you'll become better. You'll learn something, you know. And at some point in time, it's going to just – he opens eyes in his matches. So mm. I definitely would sign locking up with John McChesney. Awesome. And I dress that, and I dress better than him. I just want to say that. <laughs> you know, actually, that leads to uh, my next question. Justin Plummer, who uh, you know uh, from IWC Aftershock, uh, he wanted to ask. Uh, well, let me make sure I get the wording right here. Uh, what, where do you draw your uh, fashion inspiration from? Because uh, you come to the shows and you're 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 one of the dressed up guys. Yeah, I was brought into the business and by great guys that pretty much knew where to direct me on it, and mm-hmm. they told me this is a business treated as such. You know, so. I do, you know, I just make sure that I'm dressed the right way and I conduct myself the right way. It's just pretty much how I was brought into it when I started everything. My fashion inspiration, this, um, patterns and colors really stand out with me. Like I mix and match things so much that I just make sure that they go together. I'll Somehow I'll match like an Argyle with a striped shirt and some jeans and some like dress shoes and it'll work. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I pull it off because if anybody else did it, you'd probably just be like, who dressed you and why? <laughs> but I pull it off really well. So. And it definitely sticks out. Cause I mean, I know like getting to the shows, a lot of times you'll see like, like McChesney shows up in the suit. Like, oh yeah, I, I kind of like liken it to Ric Flair, you know, uh, always showing up in the best suit possible. Right. Uh, but it's just a shirt and tie, you know, I, I mean, uh, you definitely have a bit of flair when you walk into the building there. Oh uh, yeah. It's just, you got to put little accent marks on things. And then on top of all that, you don't want to overdo it. Like there's sometimes that I'll just wear my glasses and have a fresh air cut and leave it at that. Or every once in a while, I'll just have on a fedora of a whole outfit. But every once in a while, you just have to, you just have to mix and match things. Things just have to come to you. You have to look at it and wonder what you can do with this. Because there's a lot of times that I'll look at a shirt because I have a, I actually have a really neat purple shirt that I had no idea how I was going to match with anything. And now I got all kinds of options with it. Maybe you should so. have uh, your own fashion segment on Aftershock. Oh, yeah. Well, I should. And then on top of that, they should just let me crack on people the whole time. <laughs> there you go. Plumber, book it. I know he's watching uh, from yeah. the chat. Plum- go ahead. Plumber is just, Plumber's mad because I was better dressed than him at Super Indie. <laughs> For those that don't have him watched Aftershock, now understand that Plumber was wearing this, like, what? It was a vest and it sparkled red and he oh. had the bow tie. Oh, is something. He looked like he looked exactly like an angry figure skater. Is what he looked like. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird since he's smiling all the time. Yeah, he, that's what it was. That was the angry figure skater. He knows he has to smile on the ice, or he's not going to get points for it. That's that smile. <laughs> <laughs> 
it wasn't that, even like a happy smile. It was just like I have to smile or I'm going to lose and I'm going to be pissed. And that's, that's, that was what that was. And that's probably how Chuck Roberts gives score on the Aftershock episodes in reality. So that actually kind of kind yeah. of works. Hey, they actually, I heard that, you know, Chuck actually stopped being a businessman for a hot minute and helped Plumber bedazzle that whole vest. <laughs> I heard that. Excellent, excellent. Uh, so with that, well, I did get a question uh, uh, asking if they can have your Prodigy username as well, since we were talking about MySpace a little earlier. Yeah, man, I'm bringing MySpace back. It's so serious. <laughs> you know, MySpace was just completely gypped out by Facebook, and I'm bringing MySpace back in a big way as soon go. as I remake it because I actually did stop using MySpace myself. But I'm gonna, I'm going to get back on it. There you go. There you go. Uh, Justin Timberlake and Mike Rain on, on MySpace. So you can go check that out. Uh, let's bring it back around that final question. And the only person who can ask it is DJ Lunchbox. Hey, yeah. Final question. Big question we've got here on the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Ask it to all of our guests. It's a very revealing question. Don't just rush headlong into it or go ahead and rush headlong into it. Whatever you feel is best. The question, my friend for you is if you could be any vegetable which one would it be an artichoke and i didn't even have to think about it holy crap (laughs) right right out of the gate with that why an artichoke yeah trust me that's a question that i've been dying to get asked since high school what? So I've been ready for this. I've been ready for that question for a long time, sir. You know how many times that I've just walked in a grocery store hoping that somebody would come up to me like, "Ah, vegetables." What would you want to be? You know, I've always thought about that artichoke. And you know why? Just for the simple name of it. It sounds like a tough vegetable. An artichoke. Think about that. Mm, you want to? You want to get? You want to really get down with something with choking it? Do you? No, you don't. So that's what I'm going with. There you go. Mike Rango, <laughs> check him out. He's uh, what, what do you got coming up? You got any uh, shows people can check it out uh, it, it, around the area? Uh, well, actually, I'm going to have to check that schedule. But <laughs> necessarily, it's always easy to find out where I'm at because I post it everywhere all the time. You can't miss me. If I'm doing something simple, it's on my Facebook Mike mm-hmm. Rain, if you're looking for me on there, I'm the guy without a shirt on. I'm practically naked. You can't miss that. <laughs> if there's like 150 Mike Rains, there's probably just one that's tan and naked. So it's probably me. So that's the best <laughs> way for you to actually figure out where I'm at. Check it out because I say it everywhere. I tell you things that you don't even want to know. You could care less that I'm in, in a Giant Eagle cashing in a change that was in my car. But I'm going to tell you. <laughs> and that's what social media is for. You need more. I, I tried to find some here during the show. Here, you need more pictures of you with that uh, wardrobe. There, Plumber was uh, talking about. Well, after I just called him a built figure skater, he's probably going to just try and delete everything and like burn everything. <laughs> now he's probably yelling at his wife. Now burn it, just burn it all. Throw it in there, burn it. You know, but that's just what it is. He actually should because if you ever see what the pictures look like. On that, you should have turned the volume down on that thing. Wow. 
<laughs> awesome. Mike Rain, check him out. Uh, I know uh, he's uh, all over the IWC uh, shows from the last year. You can check those out over at SorgatronMedia.com. Uh, and the uh, uh, the IWC uh, YouTube, there's a lot of matches and stuff on there and uh, a lot of trailers. You can check out what he pops up in uh, and anything else. Uh, wait, what other promotions are you generally in? Well, I do a good amount of uh, between, let's see, there's IWC, there's HKW, there's MCW, uh, RAPW, so many of them. There's just so many of them, and there's so many accent marks and just like abbreviations here all day. <laughs> awesome. All right, go look up Mike Ray on the Googles, find out where he's popping up near your town or on DVDs or whatnot. Thanks a lot, Mike, for joining us. Hey, thank you for having me, you guys. Thanks, Mike Rain. Uh, it was great talking to uh, that young upstart in the independent wrestling world. Go check him out, Mike Rain, on the internet. Go check out IWC to see what he's going to be doing. Uh, and now it's time for the Indie Minute for this week. Perfect transition to talk about indie wrestling. Uh, there's only a few short things I want to talk about. It's going to be very brief, and we're, we may get into some discussion. Uh, but the uh, the first thing I do want to talk about is the thing that I'm going to keep talking about until the day it happens. Go check out Inspire Pro, uh, Facebook.com slash Inspire Pro Wrestling, Twitter at Inspire Pro Res. Our event is coming up. It's a mere you know week or so away, uh, July 7th at the Marchesa Theater in Austin, Texas, right across from Highland Mall in downtown Austin. It is going to be an absolutely stacked event. Uh, ACH, Davey Vega, Chuck Taylor, three-way match. Winner gets a uh, shot in a match to become the first Inspire Pro champion. There's going to be tons of the you know young, hungry Texas talent showing what they can do. Guys like Bolt Brady, guys like Jojo Bravo, Ricky Starks, uh, Alex Reigns, tons of guys that, you know, are really great, great talents that need to you know be showcased, and they're going to get a chance to uh, July seventh. Um, so if you want to buy your tickets, go to uh, InspireProWrestling.blogspot.com. Please do it. Do it for me. And let's not forget do, do about it. the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling on the mic is going to be aiming here. Do it, do it, do it because you love me. <laughs> there you go. But also do it. But also do it because it's going to be a ton of great wrestling, and it's going to be a really, really awesome show. I am super, super excited. And I cannot wait uh, for everyone in the Texas area to join me July 7th at the Marchesa Theater for the beginning of Inspire Pro. And you, too, can get your own hashtag ACH boner. Sure, why not? Uh, (laughs) They're giving them away away at the door. Yeah, uh, no, we're going to have a raffle. We're having a raffle. For an ACH (laughs) boner? (laughs) <laughs> Why not? Um, this show just got weird. I put in a dollar for Okay, that. so let's let's turn it around. Let's turn it around to something we can all discuss. Because okay. you don't have to watch your wrestling to discuss this. And uh, let's let's get into it. Uh, Ring of Honor, uh, great wrestling promotion. Like you yeah. know, you know, number three in the country. You know, they're, they're doing great stuff. They aren't necessarily doing some great stuff with eye pay per views. Their eye pay per views have had problems in the past, and their most recent iPay-Per-View for Best in the World 2013 had tons and tons of problems. Uh, to the point where, you know, it was, people couldn't watch the show. To, to most of the degree. And uh, Ring of Honor announced this week that uh, they're done doing iPay-Per-Views. They released a statement saying, then you know, no more iPay-Per-Views, we're not doing it anymore. We're going to have events live on demand. Our big sort of pay-per-view-esque events are going to be live on demand. Um, I, I wanted to discuss this because I, 
I don't know the tech behind doing eye pay-per-views. I don't know what all goes involved. I know Sorg probably would know a bit more than I would. But I think the, the thing that irks me, and I mentioned this on Twitter, it's not the fact that uh, independent wrestling companies have problems with their eye pay-per-views. My big problem is how certain companies sort of handle those problems and also how they handle the customers that sort of uh, have to go through those problems. Mm-hmm. Those, that's my big issue. When Ring of Honor or even a company like Dragon Gate USA who is Evolve, which has been given a lot of crap, and I think rightfully so for the way they've handled it, the whole idea of, uh, yeah, sorry you couldn't view the pay-per-view, it's going to be on demand within like a day. I think that is absolutely piss poor. It, when people need to realize you're not just devoting $10, $15 to a wrestling show. You're, de- you're donating that money because you want to see it live as it happens, spoiler free, so you can get immersed in it. I can't get immersed, and being the independent wrestling guy, I can't get immersed in a DVD or a video yeah. on demand like I can an actual show that I'm seeing happen and seeing play out. Mm-hmm. Is an entirely different experience, and you know, even companies like Ring, uh, like Dragon Gate USA. I, I forgot if it was Dragon Gate or Evolve. They had serious problems with one of their most recent iPay-per-views. They put it out for them on demand so they could, you know, give it to their viewers, and like half of it was missing. Like the first half wasn't there for people to watch. Like it's horrible. You know, it's, it, and it, it it's it does seem like, uh, and this is where the discussion kind of led on the Facebook was the problem is like a lot of these guys. It, it, I don't want to say well, I don't want to say this in a way uh, in a certain way here, but people they they want to be able to do these things that are going to make them money, like I pay per views, but they don't want to mm-hmm. put the time and money into it to do it right. You know, and especially, and it's even worse with a case like Ring of Honor because they sit there and they promote it on national TV week after week for these iPay-per-views, get mm-hmm. probably better numbers than everybody else because of that, and then this happens, and they don't handle it. I, and that's the response I think a lot of fans are giving them is like, you're on national television. Yeah. Why can you not be doing good iPay-per-views? You're owned by a television set. A, I know they're conglomerate, taped, but like. But still, like, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And it's more, for, like I said, it's more about the whole customer service aspect. Mm-hmm. I, I hate that wrestling companies decide to not treat it like a, an actual business. No, exactly. And that's exactly it. Uh, you know, I, for as much as Ring of Honor does well, uh, going to, like, the recent Pittsburgh show, and maybe you saw this at your San Antonio show, uh, uh, Eamon, uh, mm-hmm. but, like, I looked down, and I saw their audio set up and everything, and it's not too much different than what we do at IWC. No. Really. And, they and, had a hard cam and a couple really nice cameras, but... And I'm just talking like, about what they have in the back, you know? I mean, just, just uh, it's not like, okay, they got those lights, but... Other than that, they're not putting a lot more into it, it looks like. It's not like, yeah. really, Prime Wrestling has more tech behind that show than Ring of Honor does. Legit. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, from what I'm seeing there, maybe it's more stuffed in the back. I don't know. But it, it really, I, I feel I feel like from what I've seen, other than HD Net days, uh, it, it does feel like that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what system they're using. They're, apparently, they have a redundancy problem. If they're if they're seriously going in, not testing, and depending on the internet, sitting in those armories, 
gymnasiums, whatever the hell they're using. I, I don't know. You can't do that. Guys, that's such a that's such a crapshoot that. that you know that's not you, you know the you way to go. Or, or maybe they're, maybe they're like some of the guys I've heard. They're like, oh yeah, we use like this MiFi hotspot thing and, and and to connect and everything. No, that's horrible quality. I'm paying fifteen dollars for this. You know, yeah. uh, and that's and those are the things. Hearing every hearing about the problems with Ring of Honor, who should be the one that's the best at this, right? Yeah, out of anybody. Uh, I hear them having problems. That gives me pause. Every time I'm like, oh, there's a pay-per-view. Uh, I'm not going to bother with that. you know. And I want to support them. I buy a ticket every time they come to town. I try to watch the show anytime I can. I talk them up to other people that are tied to WWE. You know? I have friends saying that are completely down with Ring of Honor versus everything else. Um, yeah. it, 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 and even like the, like in the aspect of the customer service stuff, I look at a company like Chikara who hasn't done necessarily perfect eye pay-per-views. No. They, they, they had their issues. Normally, they're pretty good, though. Um, but when Chikara does theirs, and people are tweeting them and Facebooking them about the problems they are having as the eye pay-per-view is happening, Chikara's doing tech support. Mm-hmm. They're going to Twitter, and they're trying to, to diagnose these problems, and they're trying to get it done. If you message a company like Ring of Honor or Dragon Gate USA, you won't hear from them till like, hours after the end of the show. Yeah, yeah, and, and 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 that's having somebody that gets that. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. Chikar has always been ahead of the curve as far as media and online and everything like that. Uh, I, I I bet you, uh, and I I don't know for sure, but I bet like you know when Dave Lagana was over at Ring of Honor, you know how big he was in his social media. I don't think that would have happened if he had anything to do with it. And I know he was uh, in charge of some of the IP review production. Uh, so that's you know one of those things. It just people. Uh, some of these guys just don't get it, you know. Some of these guys that that, that should know better. They're they're respected companies, you know. That you know, you know. Like I, I dig on Evolve and Dragon Gate and Ring of Honor and all the rest of them. But yeah, you, you're a business like everybody else, guys. You know, just because it's a wrestling business, it's still a business in the name, guys. And you gotta treat it like that. Um, and, uh, and and it's sad to see this. And that's the reason I always get paused. I don't want to do IP reviews until I know I can do it and not have this problem. Because that makes everybody look bad. That makes my company look bad. That makes their company look bad. I'm not going to do it, you know, unless I start listing off all the factors and the and the, and the threat. I'm not going to do that to get here. Uh, Mike, do you have any thoughts on this? Well, I mean, I've never ordered a an on like an iPay per view or anything like online like that for those specific reasons because mm-hmm. I've never heard, not even from WWE, like I've heard, I've never heard that. Oh, the streaming was magnificent. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if I want to watch something and watch it and pay good hard earned money to watch it, and I have a choice between my little computer monitor with possibly not excellent streaming or the big ass TV I have sitting down in my living room, mm-hmm. and I have those options, I'm going to take the living room. Nine, ten times out of ten. Yeah, and, and now, like, and now like, take into account though, um, a lot of things like uh, I pay per views on GoFight Live and uh, now WWE streams and everything. You can get on your Xbox, Roku, stuff like that. So that's becoming like an internet TV option. Like that's an option but, for me. But as it a also depends too. on your connection. Yes, of course. Because I mean, I live in an old building. Yeah. My connection in my living room. Yeah. To my Wi-Fi is way worse than my connection in my bedroom. Of course. Like, of course. I, like I can't play Xbox. I can't play games. But on Xbox more and more life. people are getting over you know that I mean? hurdle that it's becoming an option, or else we wouldn't all have Roku boxes out, out there, right? 
Um, so, and yeah, there's still people like you that do have that issue. Um, but I mean, the, the, but even like something like this as an option for experimenting with some of the, 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 the um, indies. I don't know. I mean, when the only kind of streams I watch online are the less than legal streams I get at Justin's house. Yes. <laughs> and those are usually like, although those are broadcast live through the internet. Yeah. Their source is from a TV. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And those are magnificent streams. And we do need to cite, we do need to cite that, uh, uh, yes, WWE had a similar problem with their new Xbox and everything else app pay-per-view with WrestleMania, and they didn't give any kind of refund either. No, even, they did. They did for they did? some people. They did. Okay. Not for everyone, but... Okay. Because, I mean... I think it's slightly different, though, because WWE... I, I'm not saying you can do that, but mm-hmm. when it happens, they're not losing a. They, they may not lose a huge majority of their audience because they're the top dog and they're this giant conglomerate. And, and when yeah. you're an independent wrestling company, you need every customer that you can get. Exactly. And you should be doing everything in your power to keep those customers. Exactly. It's exactly. like how you run any business. If I go into a restaurant and my food is 30 minutes late and none of the wait staff acknowledges me, Mm-hmm. whatsoever and it comes out cold or whatever i don't go to that restaurant again lb i don't people think... don't realize that yeah. professional wrestling lb uh lb I, I don't think you've done a live stream but i mean is, is this the kind of news that gives you pause going into chinese in general um i i have done i've done a live stream through wwe before not yeah. ring of honor yeah um and I, I have two reactions. I'm all off center. I'm sorry. I have two reactions to this story. The first thing was um, when I when I just saw the headline, I thought Do we even have to report this. Ring of Honor has an eye pay per view problem. That's not news. The news, I think, and good for them is that they're getting out of the eye pay per view business. Yeah. Um, because mm-hmm. it's because it's not working. So good for them there. Uh, the other thing is I have um, streamed a WWE pay per view. Legally, with the monies and the browser to the to the television and so on and so forth, and they had problems with it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the ones who can spend the money and the time and the resources, the employees to take care of these problems, and they had problems with it. So I'm not shocked that Ring of Honor and and Chikara and any other company would have a huge problem with it. Mm-hmm. I say good for Ring of Honor for getting out of the iPay-Per-View business. It's still a, it's a really good opportunity for a lot of these companies to get themselves out there and I know everybody wants this to happen, but I really think the the technology at this level is too immature for trying yeah. to get this much money out of people. You know what I mean? I think I think it's like what you said, Sorg. If you have that surety and you know it's going to work, then do it. Listen, well, fr- wait, wait, do good. you guys remember like back? Uh, I'm sorry, Sorg. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead, but go ahead. I remember back in the '90s when my mom would order pay per views for me. Mm-hmm. We would have so many problems with the cable companies. Yes, yes. Because I remember calling like. I would have friends over, like parties of friends over to watch wrestling pay-per-views. And we'd wait, and we'd wait, and we'd watch. And we'd, as soon as we saw the warning label come up, like, do not copy this and all, we all cheered because we're like, the pay-per-view went through. People still do. But if it yeah, didn't, yeah. Then, then they had... Then my mom had to call the cable company. Brother, you do, would stay dude, on hold with them for up to an hour. We had satellite, man. We had Prime Star. We had uh, Direct TV. We're like, oh, is this supposed to rain? Oh man, I really need to see Starcade. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's a whole other, a whole other can of words. But I, even I remember seeing going to uh, Remedy's place. 
uh, to see uh, Survivor Series, and it's on Comcast. And we didn't get it. We sat there. We're like, hmm. So I guess that's a Survivor Series, huh? So, uh, yeah, sweet pay per view. You're right, but I, but still, I think uh, you're not having enough instance of success with eye pay per views to make it worth it. It's too early, and you need that redundancy. I have a, a good friend that does really interesting things that can go horribly, horribly wrong for high paying clients, and the redundancy, the ideas of redundancy you do with that kind of thing on that level, um, and, and with other companies that you know, I, I, I listen to as kind of like where they go. Uh, and this is on the technical side, guys. But you got to think about, yeah, okay, yeah, the cable dropped the ball, or is a disconnection there? But you got to think when WWE does WrestleMania, do you know how many backups they have? The only reason the Super Bowl had a problem is the damn power went out in the place. And notice we still had a video feed. I mean, that gives you an idea of what WWE is doing because that is a production, that is a major production, and. If Ring of Honor, is, you know something like oh the internet goes down or or something, you know, is there a backup plan? How can you have a backup plan when you're dependent on the facility's internet? I, again, I'm presuming they're not going off anything else. Um, I don't know, uh, but that really feels like they're just missing the boat on what they need to do. So, uh, any th- final words? We gotta move on here. Yeah, that's all I got. That's all I. That's, I, I I'm glad we had the discussion, and I think you know, Good talk. there's a lot Good to talk. there's a lot of discussion to be had about. Yeah, it. Yeah, you know? a great discussion happening. If you want to check it on the thread over on the Facebook group, Wrestling Mayhem Show, uh, a crazy, crazy thread going on over there. So uh, lay in your opinion. A lot of people on uh, either side of the fence there uh, laying out opinions. So go check that out and uh, let us know yours. Uh, so that's it. Thanks for the indie minute there, Amen. Let's go check out what's going yes. on WM's Gold. Let's take a little peek what happened at Super Indie a couple weeks ago, and we'll be right back with a very special contributed. Remember when? How did Starbucks get my fucking email address? What the fuck do they want? <laughs> okay, Dante and they, Randall. They want your dick. Hey, 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 Bobby, do you fucking work for Starbucks? I literally had a heart attack about an hour ago because I didn't know who was in the dock. <laughs> who is uh, that? Yeah. I was like, who is I, I in the dock? That. I was like, who the fuck is this person? <laughs> I'm not good. <laughs> so yes. Let's get my money's worth out of this, okay? Fuck yeah, and then we're going to Coney Island. Then we're going to Coney Island and going to ride stupid shit with glass on my face. back everyone to the wrestling mayhem show now it is time for the very special portion of remember when but this week we have a fan submitted remember when so take it away matt <laughs> close enough hey you're rusty man media i don't need these 
Um, hey, thanks for letting me play along, Sword. Sorry, it's just, it's just him. Um, <laughs> Where do you pull that kid from? Uh, take a moment and uh, kind of make a little suggestion for this week's Remember When, uh, because Friday is the 15th anniversary of a very important sporting event in the history of Pittsburgh sports, and a very important day in the history of professional wrestling. It's going to be the 15th anniversary of King of the Ring 1998. What are you looking at? Um, King of the Ring 1998, which, of course, was the fateful night when Mick Foley was chucked off the top of the Hell in a Cell at Mellon Arena in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, not just a great moment in Pittsburgh sports history, but a great moment in uh, professional wrestling history. So enjoy this little talking point, and uh, I'll hang up and listen. Thanks a lot. Bye, guys. Wait, so what? What's the basis? So, so, so can I can I like mute my mic for this whole segment? That's why I put the Wikipedia link in, WrestleFan. So you can do your I, well, I don't research. fucking remember it. That's what what did I just say? What did I just say? I know what happened. Wikipedia link so you can look it up, maybe watch a clip. I, I've seen clips, okay? Well, hold I on, just bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, guys, guys, guys. No, that's not me. Thanks, Matt, for that video. Remember when? Hey, remember if you want to do a video, uh, remember when? Email something or other. Uh, do it on YouTube. Do it on Tout. Do it on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Vine, and, and just send it over at Mayhem or uh, send the link over to Good Times at WrestlingMayhemShow dot com, and we can play it on the air just like Matt's right there. So, what do you guys think? King of the Ring, nineteen ninety eight. LB. Uh, wasn't that, it was, that was also the year that Ken Shamrock won the King of the Ring, wasn't it? I gotta confess, yes. I don't think I've seen too much except that incident of that King of the it's, Ring. It's, it's all, it's, <laughs> let me, let me tell you a little bit about the card. You had the Headbangers and Takamishinoku versus Kai and Tai. Um, the, oh. uh, the tournament involved, uh, Vader, The Rock, Triple H, X-Pac, Owen Hart, Scorpio, D'Lo Brown, Dan Severin, Ken Shamrock, Kama Mustafa. Look at that poster. Mark Henry. Look at that Terry poster. Funk. What? Look at that poster. That is yeah. the 90s card to ever have 90s. Jeff Jarrett, Farouk, Mark <laughs> Merrow, and Steve Blackman. And in a tournament with The Rock, Triple H, uh, 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 Terry Funk, the person who won was Ken Shamrock, beating The Rock in the final. So, and out of, and out of all those people you mentioned, The Rock was the only one to even make the semis. Wow. Mm-hmm. Not a lot Not a lot memorable there. Um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. The only, the only memory the I have of King of the Ring 98 Good. was, uh, uh, was um, being legitimately upset that Austin lost the title. After Kane had already been busted open. <laughs> well, that's right. Because well, no, because Kane was wearing a mask and you couldn't tell. Yeah, I believe he had right. a cut on his arm, and they said that didn't count. And then Taker was the one who busted Austin open, and this was like Austin was being white hot at the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember being legitimately upset. I'm like, that was the 24 hour title reign, wasn't it? Yes. That was that was mm-hmm. that was Kane's first shining glory before he regained that glory after almost killing his father. When was Tennessee Lee a thing? 
Tennessee Lee. I'm sorry, I'm looking at Wikipedia. Jeff Jarrell was married to somebody by somebody named Tennessee Lee. Dude, use your remember use your remember box. That is Colonel Parker. Oh, okay. That is wait, Colonel wait, wait, wait. Are you, Robert you this Lee. Stuff? I, didn't, Parker. I didn't know. Cr- oh, I didn't no, know hold on. Parker was in WWF. Intern Mike uh, is nodding to this stuff. I I do remember his brief WWE run as Tennessee Lee. Yeah, Colonel yes. Parker. I, I know. I know Colonel Parker of WCW. I just didn't know he ever did WWF. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he took the divorce of Sherry Martell. Really tough. So he slummed it up north when Jeez. Jeff Jarrett came back. Oh no. <laughs> oh boy! All right, and with that, so, I think, is that all our memories? Uh, all, right. all right, you got one. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's remember yeah. when? Okay, it's, you're supposed to have a thing. <laughs> uh, I remember in the the documentary, the the or between the ropes documentary, where uh, after the match, you know, is it? No way. Shit, that was the rock match. Oh god, where he got hit in the head a bunch. Yeah, that was where he's Royal like Rumble. getting stitched up and talking to his children. Yeah, that was Royal Rumble. Yeah, that was Royal, that Rumble. Was Royal Rumble. And you're thinking match, beyond yeah. the mat. Okay. I remember throwing people through the roof of the cell in every wrestling video game I've ever played. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and that's where it started. Oh, and um so I, I believe mankind. we'd all be remiss if we didn't say, Good God almighty, he has broken in half. Mm-hmm. That's a good one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, thanks for that. Remember when? Now let's go to Mad Mike's. Oh, hey, Mad Mike. Hi. Oh, that's right. We don't do that thing anymore, do we? No, I, I don't have a whiteboard. I'm not, you know, working. Technically, I, I'm being paid, but I'm not working. You know, it's a it's, it's a thing. Dead. You don't have a wife. It's dead. Fun employed. So we have a visual of. I don't know how this is going to work. Uh, Wrestle fan, we have uh, the uh, unwashed masses comments, but they're, they're actually visual this week as I requested. Yeah, what are I mean, we? Bobby's looking on at? the ball, and he even and even uh, uh, blurred out the names and the faces. Oh wow! Look at what, what's going on here. We're not getting sued in this show. Nope. Of course, um, I can't bring it up visually though. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, comments. From the unwashed masses for this week, I hope someone is able to bring that up. Uh, these are comments from the WWE Facebook page, uh, from you know the WWE universe. So here we go, and this is a stream of comments uh, in a Facebook post. Okay. Great match won by Chris Benoit's crossface. R.I.P. We miss you. Dot dot dot. Actually, Gene LaBelle invented that move. That's why it was called the LaBelle Lock. If you don't know him, look him up. Yes, but it was Benoit's signature and used as a tribute to him on the anniversary of his death. (laughs) Not even WWE want nothing to do with him. You want to do stuff to him? Typical Dockers fan, weirdo. Oh my god, it's Seth Smalling. What happened? (laughs) Sorry. I can't read it anymore. Sorry, I moved it in the dock and it went away. No! I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I screwed it up. I'm going to use typical Dockers fan as an insult for everything from now on. There you go. It's back. It's back. I'm sorry, I screwed up the dock. It's okay. I was a Dockers fan, I think. What? It's true. WWE has blocked him. He did kill his family. 
my. That's not the same move. Similar, yes, but it's not the Crippler Crossface. Anyone who would miss a murderer needs a head exam. Apparently, I need a head examination too. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> so, yeah, that's um, the uh, comments from the Unwashed Masses for this week. There you go. Um, Maybe we should do them in theater mode like we were doing the comics over on Let's Play. Um, can, we, can we talk about one thing briefly? Yes. Uh, th- last night, uh, I saw a lot of stuff on Twitter uh, all throughout the day. Uh, and the thing I would keep posting to people is a article that's from a website called TheManibleClaw.wordpress.com. It's from a couple months ago uh, called The Last Conversation We Ever Need to Have About Chris Benoit. Yes. And if you ever think uh, about you know, having a discussion about Chris Benoit, read that over and just stop. Like seriously stop because we need to stop talking about him. Seriously. You can, you can, you know, admire the fact that he was a great professional wrestler. You can learn a lot from his matches. You can, you know, think fondly of when you watched him wrestle. That's fine. Guess what? He's not going to get notoriety. He's not getting into the Hall of Fame. And you know why? Because he murdered people. End of discussion, Internet. Stop. The fact that the insinuation that there was a chance that Benoit would ever get in the Hall of Fame in the first place is horrible. Yeah, it's funny. Actually, I, I did actually find myself in a discussion about this. Uh, after the show, when uh, when uh, Dudders was leaving, uh, we talked about we talked bullshit for like an hour afterwards. Uh, but yeah, it's just like man, I I want it to not be true, but it's true. And then guys, this is something that's bigger than wrestling. And yeah, your I know you think you're super your, funny your, dude in the crowd that wears a Chris Benoit T-shirt, but he murdered his wife and son. Yes. But he's a good wrestler. Yeah, wrestling's fake. Yeah. Murder's real. Fuck you. Go away. Exactly. Um, yeah, because wrestling guys, totally guys. gets a pass as opposed to any other medium exactly. when it comes to this shit. All right, right. What's guys, up, Mike? Um, when I worked at WWE and, you know, had to log thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of sometimes really bad wrestling. Yes. They had several buttons on the, um, the little program that we used for different things. Like, sometimes you'd have Milestone, you know, um, blood, things like that. They create a separate button. The only thing that we use this button for was for Chris Benoit mentions and Owen Hart mentions. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's it. Mm-hmm. There was a single button in the program for the entire recorded history of everything WWE owns. In order to flag where Chris Benoit is mentioned, said, seen, everything. That's right. Because I mean, never how many matches? How many matches are like you know you you do? I don't know. Let's do an Eddie Guerrero best of you know later on down the line. But how many of them are like raw matches, which happen to be along the time where like Chris Benoit would happen to be involved in another angle? And you know how they talk about the other angles. Like, you know, during other people's matches on Raw, you're going to have to blank out, like, entire sections of that match just they to show were, the match. I, so I only they still first, take him uh, out of the WWE 24-7 feed. Yeah. I, I, I was watching first, WrestleMania uh, X7. Benoit Angle 
gone. Oh, wow. Completely not shown. Not mentioned. They showed No Mercy 2002. Or 2000. No Mercy 2000. Okay? Yeah. Triple H and Benoit had a match where Triple H got beat the fuck up. He was bloodied. He was buried. He was bruised. Yeah. Didn't show the entire match. This is Triple H having his match taken off. Yeah. Yet, they showed the shot of him later talking to Stephanie, and I'm wondering... Why the fuck is Triple H there? What happened? Why is he in the back? What's going on? Why is he beat up? Exactly. I I actually, I actually own the uh, the 2007 ladder match DVD, like Mm -hmm. the best ladder matches DVD, and it's a shame he barely squeaked in there with the uh, the SmackDown ladder match he had uh, him and Jericho against a bunch of other tag teams. Yeah. The only reason Uh, there's a part where Benoit talks about it. Yeah. Yeah, the there's only a part where reason. Benoit talks about it in the DVD, and it barely skated by from when the incident happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, seriously, people, wrestling gets no uh, wrestling doesn't deserve a pass, just like any other medium when it comes to this stuff. The exactly. dude murdered people. Stop it. Exactly. Yep. Uh, hey, all we- that being said, I still enjoy the Naked Gun movies. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean you can enjoy. Th- I, mm, damn it. <laughs> damn it. Uh, hey, I found the long Sorry, lost I had to throw the OJ reference. Make in. sure you at Mayhem Show, not at Wrestling Mayhem Show when you send us stuff. But Wheels has something to say. Oh, hey. It's Tuesday, and you know what that means. It's the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Come, nigga. But that's it? He was supposed to say it with a U. He was supposed to say it with a U. With a U? Yeah. All right, I need to screen this thing. Holy crap. I am not a nugga. I'm a black heart, damn it. (laughs) A winner. A sole survivor. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. minute. This deserves some expectation. There was a tweet that we saw. What's that? I don't understand a thing that's happening. <laughs> okay, there was a tweet last night. That what was the guy's name? Damn Nugga. Damn Nugga. Nugga. D a y u m n u g g a h. Yes, and then you were like, "What is who? Who is this guy?" First of all, how did that get through? Uh, second of all, um, why is your uh, picture on Twitter the twin towers exploding? He was a big fan Aww. of Akeem and the Boss Man. Second thing. <laughs> Second thing. Second thing. Where's your tweet that I just saw on TV that's not in your stream at all? Because he was a smart man and he left He left it from the scene of the accident with no trail. But no, there was a tweet about WWE, but it wasn't the one we saw on television. Did they edit it or something? Yet they let his name in? I, it, we, we said when this started, I felt bad for whoever is sifting through all of that, all those hashtags and all those touts. I know we don't see touts much anymore, but they're still doing them. Uh, Wheels' touts are still playing on this laptop down here. It's creeping oh, me wow. out. Why do you have a stuffed animal? <laughs> um, That's a problem with touts. <laughs> touts. Uh, I mean, I, I, it's, it's inevitable that something like this slips through. And I, I just love that we all like, wait a minute. What, what the hell was also, that? If you actually use the app, you know, as a new way to watch television, the uh, the tweets that get through there, oh man, they're not trying. 
Yeah, try there, on that there one. Was, there was one about, um, I believe it was about someone getting raped in the booty hole with a finger. Wow. Just, just on the app. <laughs> it's okay. It's a new way to watch TV. It. It the kids night, don't but... have the apps. Even though how many kids that's have a, That's the problem punches. that happens when you name your show Raw. That's true. I always wondered about that, too. Because, like, it's just hashtag Raw. Yeah. Eddie Murphy's Raw. Uh, I can yeah, think Yeah, last of... week I saw um, a recipe for raw vegan food. On the it app? It was hashtag draw. It, was, it came up in the WWE app. That's awesome. That's You guys, maybe you should make it hashtag WWE raw. You know? Um, like, like, I hope there are porn bots out there that realize this and just send awful, awful pictures. Hashtag raw. Because that also I works. thought hashtag payback might have been a little too broad. Um, I mean, hashtag main event seems a little too broad. I, yeah, yeah. I, they're going to run into something really bad one of these days where, like, some parents going to be like, look what I found on the app. And uh, I don't know. I think it could be in trouble. Uh, I, but, hey, that's uh, that's social media. <laughs> it's Twitter's fault, it not ours. It's Twitter's fault, not theirs, apparently. Um, excellent. Uh, so I have a note in here about CM Punk <laughs> equals Lindsay Lohan from Mean Girls. Can somebody explain why this is in my document? It's true. It's entirely true. Okay. I completely I have agree. never seen Mean Girls, but I assume <laughs> that what's happening with him and Paul Heyman and and Paul Heyman's friends okay. they're all attacking CM Punk because he doesn't want to be friends anymore. I okay. assume it's something along those lines. All right. So so are the Paul Heyman guys the plastics? Yes. Yes, huh. they are the plastics. As is my understanding of that movie okay i'm sorry i i only know because mean girls is on like every like like if you watch tv okay i'm sure at least a fourth of it is mean girls. do i need to watch mean girls now all right guys yep. guys as a mean My girls aficionado, is tina fey <laughs> uh, tina i am a mean it. girls aficionado this is fine i can explain this are you a member See, of the mean girls uh fan club i am because it's full of attractive women a rendition of Jingle Bell Rock, and it's hilarious. It has Tina Fey in a bra. That that immediately sells anything for me. I don't care. It's full of attractive women and Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan was attractive back then. Russell fan, do your research. I don't know. Do your research. Anyway, Paul Heyman is clearly Regina George, the leader of the Plastics. The Queen Bee, everyone follows everyone follows her. Um, Brock Lesnar would be Karen, um, because Karen is the one that really shouldn't speak but does a lot, and kind of the stupid one. Curtis Axel is um, blanking on her name, but is the is Lacey Chabert's character, and mm-hmm. that is Curtis Axel because she is uh, Curtis Axel very tag along, very thrown in at the end, probably should be with his own people like a Richie Steamboat or other, um, you know, third generation wrestlers. And CM Punk is very much an outcast. Like Brock Lesnar and Curtis Axel, they were both brought up within the WWE system. CM Punk was an outsider. He was homeschooled, i.e. indie fed, indie (laughs) wrestling. Um, (laughs) <laughs> See, I, I, I've thought about any this. Any wrestling is wrestling's Australia. 
Yes, indie wrestling is Australia. It is full of convicts, and if you wrestle Edge, you will get chlamydia and you will die. I don't know. It works. But CM Punk comes in, like, like, Paul Heyman sees him in a show and says, oh, I like your GTS. You should come join with me. And then he becomes plastic. And now he's trying to break away from the plastic mold. And I'm pretty sure this works out where Lizzie Kaplan is Colt Cabana, but I haven't gotten that far yet. I, it actually, I, your analogy works, especially with the whole Paul Heyman being Regina George thing, because they love to note the fact of how fat Paul Heyman is now. And basically Paul Heyman's just on that part where he was given the diet bars and he just keeps yes. gaining weight because he was given a diet bar yes. by CM Punk. That was your angle into SummerSlam. <laughs> Thank you, WrestleFan. I've watched way too many fucking uh, uh, t- Mean Girls. Uh, oh. Oh, man, it's not on any Netflix or anything. Um, okay, uh, anyways, uh, I don't know, man. TBS has got a lockdown, I guess. Uh, so there you go. Mean Girls is streaming on Netflix. It is? Everyone watch it tonight. It that is your up. homework. It didn't come up. I'll look it that up. That is your homework. I'll look it up. All right. Uh, with that, there was, somebody has a bet. There was a bet. There was, there was hockey. Bet. There's hockey that happened over the week weekend. Wait, why are we talking about hockey? Uh, because it's in Same the Same reason I'm wearing a CM Punk shirt, because Boston lost. Well, well, yeah, there was a bet. Uh, it was tweeted, and there you go. There you go, showing off his shirt. But apparently there was a wager between the resident Chicago and Boston natives in WWE. And uh, as he says, a wager's a wager. And there's uh, Punk getting his dues with, the, with uh, uh, John Cena there. So, there you go. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, who put this in the dock? Well, Why am I the only it's one? Chicago about? and Boston. How would it not be a thing with them? Yeah, I didn't know. I don't follow. They're them. like besties now. Notice that CM Punk was definitely at a Blackhawks game, tweeting a picture of where he was sitting, and not at a WWE live event. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it was I him think, and Lita. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think uh, maybe one of the early playoff games those two went together. Awesome. So. There you go. Um, anything else we want to touch on? Raw last night was... Uh, was Raw, Raw was great. Uh, Daniel the Bryan, show. main event. Holy shit. Best match I've seen of Randy Orton in years. I know, right? <laughs> Leg Kick just posted a picture of Punk holding the Stanley Cup. Oh, man. Hold on. Let me see if I can get that chat up. Oh, <laughs> my God. Best in the fucking world. That is awesome. No, no, no. Daniel Bryan's the best in the world. We we, we already no, established this. that picture is the best in the go. world. With Daniel That's Bryan awesome. comes a very close second. It's, for the, doing it's the, the best white in the world. Russian of pictures. Daniel, if Daniel Bryan was a picture, that would be he would he would trump that. But. <laughs> awesome guys, tell me what did you learn from wrestling this week, uh, Mister Mad Mike? I learned that Randy Orton has learned tap, and it's super effective. <laughs> Amen. What about you? Oh shit! I don't know. Uh, I learned that uh, you know always WWE really doesn't mind using the recycling bin, like the Mickey James fat suit that they use for the AJ uh, Caitlin thing. <laughs> you get these things. You want them? It to- was better. It was no, better. I, I, but see, I have a I have a visual visualization where AJ and Caitlin went shopping for that attire together and laughing while they did it. Oh, I hope so. LB, what about you? I learned that if you uh, really want to imitate somebody, 
um, your uh, your muscle suit has to have perfect cleavage, and AJ achieved that last night. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> Sorg, what did you learn? Oh, geez, not prepared. Um, <laughs> I learned I, I I learned some people just don't get it. You know, I like we're seeing with the Ring of Honor. It's just like. Guys, you gotta you gotta listen to your fans. You gotta you gotta pay attention to your fans. You gotta treat your fans good, guys. Just like Amy was saying, and uh, the 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 ones that do succeed, Chikara, you know. Although that kind of <laughs> they succeed by not existing. <laughs> Success. <laughs> With that, guys, thanks a lot. Wrestling Mayhem Show. Well, Wrestling hold on, Mayhem. Sword, the chat room. The chat things. room learned things. Uh, Riz learned that the Rock <laughs> Apocalypse was missing, and it wasn't graphics or controls or fun. It was zombies. Um, person learned that WrestleFan is no more. Welcome to the party. Uh, you, must Alex, be, you must have been here before, person. Alex learned that uh, AJ is cheating on Dolph Ziggler with Hydra. Yes. Hey, you know, I, when you take down one head, two more pop up. Hmm. Uh, Bobby F.J. Town learned that Ziggy proved he could fly again and also that concussions make you forget how to shave. Also, <laughs> that Monday night was the anniversary of nothing happening except Stevie Richards buying a smoothie. Also, let's play Insert Coin to begin. No, okay. Uh, it. It's your car We don't have enough outlets. There you go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's Wrestling Mayhem Show. WrestlingMayhemShow.com to find all the hijinks over there, including articles by uh, this crew. You know, uh, you can also check us on iTunes, Stitcher, not Spreaker. Uh, I don't think John Fun's been updating that lately. Uh, I, I peeked at it last week. Blip TV, Roku, YouTube for video and audio versions. Also, please, since he's got it up over there, buy the app WMS Gold. You see it on the iPad. It's on the iPhone. It's on the Amazon App Store for Android devices. It's only $1.99. Help support the show, and you get bonus contact for each and every episode. Also, drop an email to... GoodTimesOfWrestlingMayhemShow.com or drop us a line at 412-206-WMS-09670. I do, seriously, if you guys want to keep sending videos, your touts, your uh, uh, YouTube videos, keep them short, please, like under 30 seconds, or Instagram videos or Vines, at the Mayhem Show or email the link to GoodTimesAtWrestlingMayhemShow.com. Make sure it's at Mayhem Show uh, Hot Wheels so I don't lose it again. I can't send Vines. We didn't even, no, we did explain that n-word thing okay um <laughs> yes we did what were, we, we explained what were the two things we, i said that i'm not allowed on the show the n-word and what was the other one i was uh, talking about last night probably the other bad word the other bad word i don't know the b uh, word benoit the, ben, oh yeah that's right <laughs> well you just said it i can't remember which we've talked about both extensively so there we go this is the show <laughs> i should not put out uh guys it's the wrestling mayhem show it's fun thanks mad mike aim and dj lunchbox everybody in the chat room mike rain for joining us check him out on the facebooks mike's waving and i'm mayhem show out just wait just wait just wait just wait just wait, wait for the-